you're going to hear it all summer long. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Two Nerds, One Quest. I am your host and DM, JC, here with three nerds, because math is hard. Uh, the man, they're pointing at me and catching me mid-sentence, Tom M. Norman, playing Aranon. What is going on, my homie? I started watching... Um, the Shannara Chronicles again, and I almost called you Alanon, which is the character in the Shannara Chronicles. If you haven't watched the Shannara Chronicles, it's pretty decent. How is it available? Uh, Netflix. Netflix streaming. Um, it's an MTV production. That man right there asking me about it is Ryan Crixus Kukta in the Astros jersey, the 80s Astros jersey this morning. <laughs> It's a it's a Nolan Ryan jersey. Class. Oh no shit! It's even better. Wow! <laughs> it is and my better. name is Ryan. <laughs> yes, it is. How fantastic is that? It's a shame you couldn't get all the way around. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Those jerseys always remind me of the more you know thing. The rainbow, you know the. Yeah. And knowing is half the battle. Gorgeous. And that last voice you just heard right there is the lore master, the lazy dragon, joining us again after a brief stint away, which will be a common thing come summer. So, yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's just a thing. He disappears like um, like a know. ghost moose, magic man, L- like like the ghost moose. Look at ghost moose. <laughs> way now to, way to dial it back. Now you don't. <laughs> he disappears like the pencil on the table, <laughs> Joker. Ta-da! <laughs> Except less painful. I, Hopefully. I so. He seems to have both his eyes still, too. Mm-hmm. Now, here's an interesting question, because you were not here last week, but you did watch the episode. Do you yeah, have a for us? Yes, I did. I got all kinds of notes. <laughs> I hope there's a limerick in there, too, somewhere. <laughs> all right. So, uh, they started off the episode delivering the letters to Speaker Matthew in Tourmaline. Um, they got some information about issues in Lonelywood, and then they learned about the uh, hobby of the speaker, baking. Not bacon, but baking. Uh, so they decided to procure some baking supplies as bargaining. Um, uh, went and slept at the east side, where Crixus avoided uh, uh, the flirt from Marta for the time being. Um Next day, they they uh, hopped on the trail to Lonelywood, um, which is a little town in the woods. Uh, they went to Speaker Nimzi's house and got cookies and found out about the moose and the logging camp. So they had, instead of spending the night in a nice warm house with cookies, they went to on the cold trail out to the logging camp. And uh, during their watches, they. Uh, Aranon and Crixus found a regular moose, so they have a reference of what a moose looks like. Um, <laughs> nothing, everything else relatively uneventful. They spent the night, and we, I believe, we begin our adventure uh, with the rest of the loggers getting ready to haul out and us getting ready to try to find a ghost moose. So, a uh, little, little uh, limerick for you. From Tourmaline to Lonely Woods Coast, and a speaker who's such a great host, they learned of a moose that is on the loose, but want to know if it's a ghost. Oh, nice. nice. Very, very nice. As a side note, I, I 
would think Crixus and I would know what a boost looks like, right? Maybe? Maybe. I, I mean, never... Tom Norman, it took me um, till I was 35 to see a moose in real life. Really? Yeah. I had never seen a moose in real life, like in person. I'd seen pictures of them. But how frequent are pictures in this world, honestly, other than hand-drawn ones? So I haven't seen any encyclopedia salesmen in my travels. Yeah. I feel like pictures, you know, I suppose real life is different, unless you go, like, to the zoo or something. And would Aranon have been concerned with moose at all? Probably not. He was a city boy. I would think, right? I mean, I guess that would make it be a... Plausible assumption, I guess. I that would make sense. Sure, why not? Let's sure. go. With it. Sure, <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. So, uh, as you guys get up and you kind of walk out of the small little hut they got here for this logging camp, uh, you see Bill and Riley uh, just finishing climbing up into their wagon, and Daydan's throwing the last couple of chunks of wood up into theirs and strapping it down. Hespa's sitting in the front of uh, that wagon ready to go. And, um, and Bill kind of looks over and waves and says, hey guys, uh, good luck out there. Um, it's I know it's um, kind of creepy. I hope you find out. I hope you can get rid of it for us. And you hear those of you paying attention, it doesn't take much because he kind of does it. He kind of chuckles out loud, Daydan, as he's tightening down one of these straps. <laughs> that damn thing doesn't. You. All right. <laughs> he just doesn't want to give it the energy, but he's laughing at you guys. Uh, and they eventually pull away with their wagons and leave you guys sitting at this, what is essentially a stripped down cabin with cots, and there's still some wood around and stuff, but small logging camp what would you like to do it's cold it's dark so like every other freaking day yeah cold and dark like every other freaking day there is some of the lights still in the sky making letting you know it is technically morning well I I mean we should have a discussion about whether we want to go two on two or if we want to stay all four of us together. Um, I know Doc has his horn of calling, whatever the hell it's called, so he can let the other group know if they find something. So if we maybe run... As long as you're within, what, 300 feet? 300 yards, Doc? Uh, I want to say 500 feet, but I will 500 feet? Do I hear a thousand? Give me a thousand. Give me a thousand. A thousand feet? A thousand feet? Give me a thousand. It is 600. 600 feet. So nobody so was right. 300 yards. No. 200 yards. Correct. Ah. Math is hard. <laughs> Damn imperial system. Doesn't make any sense. Um... What would you like to go, uh, Ellie? When you actually inquire about splitting up, uh, she seems kind of reluctant to. She's like, I kind of like. I mean, maybe we can spread out a little bit and have like you ahead of us, like we normally do. But I don't know about splitting us up. How's how's the weather today? 
uh, clear. You can actually see the lights in the sky. Um, there's a sliver of a moon in the sky. No storm, uh, no nothing. There's crazy. no storm. There's no wind. It's actually eerily like this is a good like day to go and track stuff. It's eerily quiet. Once the wagons get out of earshot, you're left with just the sounds of the woods around you. Alright, if the weather's clear, I'm okay with splitting up if we need to, or um, doing like a sweep, yeah, spread out in a line and, and uh, you know, we can cover more ground that way, I think. May not be a bad idea, spreading out in a line. I could get behind that, she says. Yeah, I mean, that seems like it would make sense. Um... So here's the question. Do we want to do a circle around the camp and work our way out, or do we just want to head in a direction? Yes. What we should do is go out one area about, you know, 200 yards or so, 300 yards, and then kind of make circles and then come back together and see if we can find any tracks or anything for a start. Otherwise, we're just kind of finding a needle in the haystack. I like that idea. All right. We just have to be sure we don't follow the same tracks to the same moose. All right. So I'm going to get my stuff all together and get ready to... (laughs) Yep. You guys pack up all your stuff. You get ready to go out. You start heading out. Um... I need you guys to make, and because of your technique you're going to use here, uh, whoever makes this can have it at advantage, a survival check, because you're being assisted by the others. Uh, my survival is plus five. Not me. Plus five. Not me. I have plus six, so I'll probably said, make it. I thought it was Crixus, typically. Ooh, 17. We'll take it. We'll take it. 17. Yeah. Uh, you find uh, another set, a different set of moose tracks. Uh, can you roll a d6 for me? Indeed. Nice. Four. Four. All right. Um. <coughs> You follow these tracks along for a while, for about two hours or so. Uh, can you roll a d20 for me then? Uh oh. Lucky number seven. Lucky number seven. Yeah. Um, and they start winding back on themselves. And. Uh, you're following them. They get a little hard to follow at one point, and uh, you start heading off in a direction where they eventually stop. And it's kind of weird. It looks like they stop out there. They're just dead. There's like nothing. Suddenly, these moose tracks are gone. Mm. Can I search around for any... Uh... I don't know, any anything, like a cave or something where... Oh, yeah, make an investigation check. There, 
13? Yeah, you don't, don't see anything around. Uh, you see some other animal tracks, some bird tracks, some rabbit tracks and stuff in the snow, but you, uh, these moose tracks seem to end almost as if they were either magically placed or it was magically removed from the area. Interesting. Well, we've got a good lead, I think, so... Uh, can you give me another survival check, Crixus? Maybe the moose grew wings. Kind of leading this. It's a, it is a ghost moose. Maybe it decided to stop leaving tracks. What was it? At advantage? Uh, no, just just a normal one. At this All point. right, hold on then. Don't ignore that one. I was it a bad roll? I don't have the thing open. No, it wasn't. 11. 11? Uh, yeah, you do find your bearings uh, based on the stars in the sky and the clearings that you can see up through in the in the woods. You do realize where you are. Um, you guys set out to make another sweep to try and find different moose tracks. Go ahead and make this survival check at advantage. That last one was just to make sure you didn't get lost. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't get us lost. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Um, yeah, that is fantastic. Can you roll a d6 for me? You find another set of moose tracks. It's different from these. It's in a completely different area. See what you mean, Jeff. Now I want ice cream, too. Oh, One. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. One. Um, as you wander around for probably about another two hours following these tracks, um, can you roll a d20 for me? I really like how this is written. Twelve. Twelve. Ooh, this will be fun. As you're wandering around, (laughs) um, you come over the crest of this little hill, and sweeping up from the base of the hill is this spectral spirit that just scream. It sees you and just goes straight towards you and screams, I need you guys to roll initiative. As this banshee comes howling up this hillside at you guys. My least favorite fight in Bioshock is, like, the banshee that keeps screaming. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Natty, one plus four equals five. Aaron, I'm with a five. Eighteen. Niner. Crixus with a nine. Eighteen for Doc. Yep. And Ellie's got a... You know, where's her character sheet? Come on, Ellie, where are you? i got to find a way to keep my phone on during this initiative. Um, using the Rhyme of the Frostmaidness, she's got a ten. I'm just ahead of Crixus. Are those dice pretty cool? They look pretty cool. They're kind of neat. They're fun. The the digital dice. Mm-hmm. I have a couple of different sets from various things. They're all very kind of fun. I missed uh, out on pre-ordering uh, Van Richten's, but there's that smoky set of dice for that one's really freaking cool too. Let's see, I need the banshee to roll here. Um, ooh, that's kind of low. It's hey, probably good for you guys. Since we're all in that same campaign, can we sh- see those dice? Can we use those dice, or are we stuck with what we purchase? I th- I don't know if you can share dice. I don't think oh, you can share dice. Part of your account. 
Yep. All right, Doc, you have the initiative as this banshee comes rolling up the hill. I'm just going right. to sit right. down on the log for a while because it's going to be a while before I get started. <laughs> Is it within 25 feet? Uh, yes, we'll say that because it kind of caught you off guard. It, in fact, we'll say it's 25 feet away. Okay, I would like to move 25 feet towards it. Okay. And uh, I will attempt to see if axes hurt banshees. Okay. So, attack one. Uh, 23 to hit. 23 Nine to damage. Hit. Absolutely and hits. And it's slashing, if it matters. From the bulwark, which I think is magical. You said nine slashing? Yep. Second attack. Uh, 20 to hit. Uh, Yes, yes, 20 hits. And 15 damage. 15. Ooh, nice roll. I think I'm going to save my um, action surge, so I will just hold position. Okay, um, that brings us to Ellie, who is, let's see, what is she going to do? She is going to um, turn the page here. I feel like a sacred flame would really help Crixus. Yeah, sacred flame. I mean, I'm all about it. I just have to hit with it. That's, yeah, she'll, oh, uh, guiding bolt, I think, is what you're looking for. She doesn't have getting bolt prepared right now, for whatever reason. Either that or it's much higher. No, <laughs> she, she didn't, didn't rub her feet enough on the carpeting before leaving the cabin to get guiding bolt ready. No, no, she did not. She'll do a sacred flame though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does is there somebody around that she can rub their head yeah. for? That's static? her damage if if this banshee misses the save, <clears> which <throat> is she needs a fifteen deck save, and she makes it. So she is it half on sacred flame? Oh no, it's saber suck. Because it's cantrip. Okay, so she Ellie launches a sacred flame out of her hands at the banshee, and the banshee kind of like does this apparition, like basically splits herself down the middle, unless that bolt of fire just sails through her and hit a tree behind her, and it kind of forms back, and she screams again, uh, looking at her, at Ellie. Crixus, it is your turn. Great. So I will cast a guiding bolt. Hey, how about that? There we go. Twenty-two to hit. Twenty-two hits. There's all that dice. Fifteen damage. Fifteen damage. All right. And then uh, next attack has advantage. Okay. Um. Anything else you're doing? moving or anything um i'm just going to uh kind of send ellie like gesture for her to kind of flank the specter okay um then it is the banshee's turn the banshee is going to she's been wailing as she's been coming up this hillside but she seems to it seems to amplify suddenly it goes from just like a wailing to an all-out screeching and it makes you want to grab your ears as she lets out this absolutely mournful wail i need each of you to make a constitution saving throw 23 
19. 16. Ooh. Um, so, Ellie is grabbing her ears when uh, she wails, uh, when this banshee wails, I gotta get this right, um, and her eyes roll up in her head and her lids close and she slumps into the snow, mm. unconscious. Yikes. Um, let me adjust her hit points appropriately. And then the rest of you, because you saved, take 11 points of psychic damage as this whale that, pierces through you. That is not nothing. Um, Aranon. This banshee just straight up wailed. Ellie fell over. You are racked with pain. Your head just feels like it's about to explode. What would you like to do? Well, I just checked my stash for Excedrin or Tylenol or something, and I don't have any. So... <laughs> how far away? Twenty uh, Less than 30? 20, 25 feet. Yep, she's right. 25 feet from you. So I'm going to do my hand crossbows. Right okay. hand. Money. Nice. Yep. Uh, that one was with advantage because of the guiding. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. I will roll again. Come on, natural twenty. Come on. Get that nat- Get that natty. Yeah. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Better. That is better in hits. For five piercing damage. Five piercing damage. Okay. Doc, all your swings were with the Bulwark Smasher, right? Correct. Yeah, alright. And then yours... Okay. Yep, got it. Never mind. We're good. Second attack, Norm? Yes, I'm going to use my offhand. Yep. So with... Here's a question. Offhand, um... I get my hit DC, right? I I get my bonus, or I do not get my bonus? In offhand. Yep. For the for the hit, not for the damage. Okay. That's what, correct. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Alright, twenty six to hit. Oh yeah. That hits. Ooh, and a six. Six. Okay. Um both of those shots as they went through didn't seem to do as much damage as you thought they would. Um back to the... Did you want to move at all? Is there anything I can kind of... Are there any big trees I can kind of hop behind? And kind of uh, shield myself a little bit? Uh, Yeah, there are larger trees. Alright, I think I'm going to... Some I think I'm gonna go. Cover going on. Yeah, I'm gonna go and move behind a tree and get some cover going. Trying to hide behind something. I don't know how well Does I'm the, gonna hide if it's <clears throat> looking at me, but the dual wielding uses the bonus action, right, Jeff? Uh, I think what we said with the with the, the crossbows because he, that they, 
he was a lot. He was able to dual wield them, even though typically you wouldn't be able to. But he can't reload them, mm-hmm. so that yeah. essentially would have taken his bonus action to fire it. Okay, yeah, that's that's what it is. So you can move behind a tree. You can't necessarily hide behind a tree because yeah. your bonus action was for that second attack. That's yep. kind of what's getting at. Good deal. All right, so you move behind the tree. Uh, we move back to Doc. Uh, Doc, you saw Ellie collapse to the ground next to you. Oh, hey, here's a Um, question. Yes. Would I have gotten sneak attack with my first shot since Doc was engaged? Yes. And you had advantage, yeah. And you had advantage from the guiding bolt, so yes. Go ahead and roll a d6. My 3d6? 3d6. Or 3d6, yeah. 8. 8, okay. Perfect. I almost forgot about that. I'm I'm scrolling through my actions. You don't want to forget about that as a rogue. (laughs) No. That is the large thing. Like you're designed to blow your wad early in battle and be done, kind of. Unless you can hide again. (laughs) Doc, we're back at you. This is obviously a threat, so just continuing attacking. Mm -hmm. Uh, Uh, Ten, I'm assuming, does not hit. Does not hit. Um, fourteen. 14 does hit she you like swing and she kind of zips out like this and you're like ah and come back and clobber her back the other way all right uh nine damage nine damage and now with ellie down he's definitely going to use his action surge and go for two more attacks all right uh eight misses i'm assuming yep there we go uh 22 to hit yep and eight damage Eight damage. Okay. Uh, Ellie. Uh, let's do this. Um, how do I do this? It only allows me yes, to manage. Very carefully. Is it only allows me to manage. I wanted to... Um, I wanted to do this so that it would pop up in the timeline so you knew what I was doing. But I guess I just got to roll this because it's a constitution saving throw for these. Um, let's see, constitution saving throw. And that is a success. So she is. Oh, nope, not a failure, a success. So she's got one success. Those are death saving throws, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> if you so didn't pick up on it. <laughs> uh, mm. Crixus. All right, so Crixus is going to. Uh, I am going to. So this that was a potential party wipe situation where if we all yeah if you all fail that saving throw on that whale, yeah you guys are dead. That felt pretty clear to me actually. <laughs> this, this creature's not messing around with us right now. I don't like um, that at all. Jeff has experienced right. a similar character to this. <laughs> In so, my other game. Mm-hmm. Crixus is Crixus is gonna run to Ellie's side, mm-hmm. um, put a hand on her shoulder, and cure wounds. See if okay, that okay. brings her back here. So thirteen on that. Thirteen. That changes. So she's up, or and she then... turns her head and opens her eyes, and it's like ah. And then, um, 
I'm going to just try a sacred flame then. Okay. I think cure wounds and sacred flame are uh, both actions. Are they both? Um, is that true? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You're right. Yeah. So if you if you used um, healing yeah. word instead of cure wounds, I think healing. Yeah, healing, healing word is a bonus action. Yeah. Just... But it's also like your ranged heal too. <laughs> so. Bad decision then. So what I'll do instead is. Excuse me. Um. Oh, Cure Wounds is a level 1 or greater spell. I was going to say you could Spiritual Weapon as a bonus action, but that's also a level. I'll just give... Um, I'll give Doc Bardic Inspiration. Ooh. 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 <laughs> that's a thing. That's a new thing, and that's a thing. Yeah, so... Kind of a fun um, thing. And then... And then I'll, um, I'm going to get as close to the specter as I can. Just okay. like. Right up, shield up. Bastard. Okay. In response, the specter looks at you and uh, its face goes from being like this kind of womanly looking thing. It kind of opens up. And there seems to be these spectral snakes and worms, and you see a spider climb in there. There's a hand that actually reaches out from all of that, this gnarled, twisted, skeletal hand with these long fingernails that actually reaches out to you. All of you, being within range of this, need to make a uh, wisdom saving throw. As this horrifying visage just morphs in front of you and becomes incredibly creepy. Even if I'm behind a tree and can't see her? You didn't say you stopped looking at her. Oh, well, fair enough. <laughs> I tried. I imagine you'd still be trying to know where she is. Well, wow. 13. Um, let's see. I got. I need Ellie's thing. Uh, ability saves. Have to get better. Saving throw for wisdom is... Oh, she's fine. Uh, who said 12. I did. And anyone else other under 13? Yeah. I had 13. Okay, so Me. you're safe, Doc. Ellie's safe. Crixus and Aranon, you are frightened for one minute for, of this creature. Oh, and I forgot my brown, brown trousers again. Scoot Jack, I forgot to remind me to bring my brown trousers. You have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of your fear is within sight, and you willingly cannot move closer to it. That makes sense. I'm okay with okay. that. <laughs> it sounds exceptionally horrifying. Yeah, you can't get any closer to it, and you have disadvantage on your attacks and saving throws, and it's... Hindsight? She should have done that first and then wailed? That might have gotten more... <laughs> I don't know. The whale's pretty good. <laughs> Um. Okay. Okay. So that's what the banshee did. Aranon, it is your turn. So you cannot move any closer to it. You can still attack it if you like. Oh, I'm attacking. I'm definitely attacking. I don't know how I'm attacking. <laughs> we'll throw some daggers. Well, I mean, I have my short bow, but... Your short bow. Oh, that's going to be better than the daggers. I mean, 
Yeah. Well, you can't have double disadvantage, so throwing the daggers might work well, too. <laughs> You're already at disadvantage. You might as well. Up to yeah, you. Yeah, sadly, then with disadvantage, no sneak attack. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm going to stick with my... Sh- I'm going to stick with my short bow. No sneak attack, but the fact that you're in combat with a dock. Now, disadvantage automatically eliminates all possibilities of sneak attack. Yeah, I, well, I understand that. But okay. it's a balanced roll is what I was going to say. Correct? Because uh, it's engaged with you. You'd normally... I mean, have, I don't know. Oh, I don't think it gives No, you that's advantage. never... No, no, no. Being engaged is not good. <laughs> I get that messed up in my head because that's a, a flanking rule from Pathfinder. It's just something yeah. that applies to sneak attack in 5e. That's where my head... Got it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. He gets sneak attack if you are engaged with him. That's what it is. That's right. As long as he doesn't have the disadvantage. All I gotta say is he better have bought you a damn nice ring. You're worth it, Doc. Um, <laughs> Knew that. Ten. Uh, so what are you doing, Aaron? <laughs> ten, ten to hit. Ten to hit, ten misses. Banshee kind of peels out of the way again. Sidesteps, lets the bolt go sailing through. Thunk! It's a tree behind it. Hmm. All right, that's I, that's it. That's, that's all I okay. got. All right, then we move back to Doc. Which makes me sad. Uh, continuing and not afraid, so not at disadvantage. All right. Um, got that bardic inspiration, but now I think I want to save it for a save throw because this is getting weird so what um, quick question what does bardic inspiration do ryan would you like to read the spell yeah i can definitely do that um a creature other than myself within 60 feet once um for 10 minutes the creature can add it a d6 to one ability check attack roll or saving throw this can be added after seeing the throw, but before knowing what happens. Ah, uh, that seems like it would be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. So, helpful. like, for example, right now I rolled a four, plus six would be ten. Do I think that rolling a d6 would actually make it hit? Not if I roll a one or one through three, probably at least. So, I'm going to go with I will just save it for another time and take my second attack. Uh, that'll work. 24 to hit. 24 and hits. And 11 damage. 11 damage. Okay. How's how's it looking? It, it's... Any noticeably different? Uh, anything? It's really hard to tell with a, like... It's already way too ugly. form like this. It's like a kind of ghostly. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe it looks kind of bad. <laughs> All right. Well, I got a bonus It's definitely action. ugly at this point. I will... Uh, might be overkill, but I'm going to use my second win just to make sure, uh, so I will roll a d10 and gain some hit points. Alright. Yeah, I feel like I feel like snakes coming out of its face with another hand coming out of its face makes it look not attractive. Yeah, not at and all. Puts me back up to full, so cool. And I'll be done. Alright. 
uh, Ellie is on the ground. She looks up at Crixus. She says, thank you. Um, and stands up and she is going to, um, as she stands up, she wobbles a little bit on her feet and she's like, ah, boy. Um, and I think she's going to cast a low level cure wounds on herself to just give her a couple more hit points here. Um, let me get to her spells here. Do, do, do. Yeah, she's going to hit herself with a low-level cure wounds. Oh, of course, she rolls a 1. Still gives her 8 hit points, but... Oh, not 80. Holy crap. 8. Play. She kind of nods at Doc, and then she goes to try and find a, a place to... Not that she can hide, but she moves and uses the rest of her movement to kind of get a, get behind a tree. Get a tree between her and this horrifying thing. Crixus. Um, she, she didn't try to hide behind my tree, did she? No. <laughs> Pile up. Crixus has a look of sheer terror on his face. And uh, Crixus is going to cast a spiritual weapon. Okay. And um, have that Spiritual weapon attack. Sorry, excuse me. Just one second. Have that spiritual weapon attack. Alright. Roll the damage for that. Or the attack roll for that, sorry. Yep. 16 to hit. Absolutely hits. And, ooh, 10 damage. Ooh, 10 damages. That's nice. And then, um,. Hiding behind my shield, I'm just going to, like, swing out with my hand axe. Okay. So, already at disadvantage. This is a plus one hand axe, correct? Correct. Yeah. And just wildly, ten. Ten? You you miss. You, you swing with your hand axe, you're... you're... <laughs> you don't want to see it. It's just kind of like, ah! ah, ah. <laughs> Get away! <laughs> Get away! <laughs> Alright. Um, the Banshee pulls it where it's kind of been spread out a little bit, taking up the full five feet. It rises up, basically pulling in all the ethereal energy. Extends its arms and this ethereal longbow just kind of extends from both sides of its hand, and it draws back this arrow and releases it at Aranon. Nat 20. <laughs> um, so that hits. Uh, you don't want to ask if that know. hits my armor class? It hits <laughs> either way. <laughs> Gosh, this. <laughs> yeah. Actually, uh, I can. Uh, I have a... Ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, what do you have? Yeah. Uncanny dodge. When an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to have the attack's damage against you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Alright. So you end up taking 12 necrotic damage. Total. Uh, that's halved already. It would have been 24. <laughs> 
It's a good oh. change. Hey, hang on, make that 13, because it would have been 26. I forgot to add the plus two. That one extra one's gonna be the death of me. That's gonna be the that's gonna be the thing that knocks you unconscious later. <laughs> uh huh. And it won't be this fight, and you guys will forget to rest or something, and then some rabbit will come up and just bite you on the toe or something, <laughs> and you'll pass out. <laughs> and he's down. He tripped over a log. He's down. Um. Doc, go ahead and take an ale as she pulls back. 40 feet from you. Oh, and you're, you're muted. muted. <laughs> 16 to hit. Mm-hmm. And 7 damage. 7 damage. She pulls back. She's now 40 feet away from Doc and Crixus and Ellie, and she's probably 60 feet or so away from Aranon. 60 or 65. I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt saying 60. Um, Aaron, there we go. Well, hmm. Can't yeah. get closer, right? Because <clears throat> you're mean... feared. Mm -hmm. You're feared. Oh, uh, make a saving throw. Both Crixus and Aranon. You guys get those at the end of your turn against that feeder. Maybe uh, not wisdom. wisdom. Wisdom saving throw. Yep. I am not wise, so this will be tough. I do have a 17 on that. Okay, you saved Crixus, so you're no longer afraid. Oh, I am. sorry. Is that at disadvantage because of the frightened? Oh, yeah, that would be. Uh, against. I don't... It's, it's its own ability setting that. Uh, All right. So yeah. actually, even at dis even at disadvantage, at seventeen and eighteen. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then you're you're clear of it. Aaron, five and nineteen. Five and nineteen. So you're still afraid of it. <clears throat> uh, Crixus, you can no longer be scared by it for the next twenty four hours. Yes. Uh, same with you, Doc, because you succeeded on the first one. Um. And Ellie can no longer be frightened by it. We were on the Banshee. It's Aranon's turn. So Aranon's still frightened of it, so he can't move closer to it. His disadvantage on attacks at it. And yeah. it's 60 feet away. I'm, I'm going to sling another arrow at it. Throw that arrow. Mm -mm -mm -mm. At disadvantage, I am going to get a nat 20, because I'm going to get double 20s. I like that confidence. Fifteen. Fifteen. Fifteen does hit it. Ooh. It's not your nat 20, but the fifteen does hit it. We... Is your bow magical at all? I wish. You wish? There's no plus one or anything to it? <laughs> nope. Okay. My short so sword is... eight? <clears throat> My short sword is magical. It's got a plus one. Yeah. Uh, yes. And then... Uh, seven damage. Seven damage. Mm -hmm. For wait, you said eight. I'm you, confused. You, you said eight. You had a fifteen to attack. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then it was seven damage. Yes. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> like what? In fifth, fifteen minus seven is eight, but I don't know how that correlates. To I yeah. I thought you were saying <laughs> plus eight. 
like because oh. my because we were talking about the short sword is plus one and it is plus uh, eight. Uh, no. And so you said plus eight, and I said yes. Because <laughs> my short sword is plus one plus plus eight. Mm, fair enough. That is math <laughs> done the right way. Math. Yes, math done the right way. There's a show title for you. <laughs> um, see, that was Aaron. Aaron, are you gonna try and do anything? Because you have a bonus action and a movement yet. <clears throat> um. Like no, I mean I'm still. Hide? Can I hide if I'm scared? Yeah. I, actually, I, I, can I get advantage on hiding if I'm scared? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Honestly, I'll give you advantage on your hijack because you're frightened of this thing. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I like that idea. All right. Uh, what am I? What am I doing to hide? Uh, uh stealth. Stealth check. Which ends up actually because it's an ability check, it ends up being a, just a straight roll because you ha we would have disadvantage otherwise because you're frightened. Fourteen. <laughs> fourteen. Okay, you get behind the tree with fourteen. Uh, make your wisdom saving throw to try and break your fear. I rolled down in the snow and covered myself in snow. What? Wisdom. Ma wisdom saving throw to try and break your fear. At the end of your turn. Break that fear. Oh. That disadvantage, by the way. It doesn't matter. Five. Five. Okay, you're still you're still frightened <laughs> of this thing. You are behind this tree so far that. Yeah. I am inside the tree. You are inside the tree. You found the knot hole that you can climb in. And found a way in there. I'm like a kid. I'm like a eyes blinking inside the darkness. <laughs> I'm like a kid hiding where they cover their eyes. You can't see me. Yeah, exactly. I know you don't see me. I'm not. I'm not here. Uh, Doc, you are forty feet away from this banshee that is. Blown away from you and taking pot shots at your friends with this spectral bow. All right. I don't know that it's going to be that effective, but I do have two javelins, so I'll run ahead uh, 25 feet, so I'll be within 15 feet of it, and yep. I will throw the first javelin. Uh, 16. I'm that sorry, hits. 15 to hit. That hits. Uh, for eight non-magical damage. Okay. And uh, same attack roll for five non-magical damage with the second mm -hmm. javelin. Okay. And that is all I got. Okay. Oh, I'm not doing my job properly. Uh, where is it? There we go. I'm making sound effects. <laughs> making sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ellie... Uh, She's gotten up, she's healed herself, she took some cover behind a tree, and she is going to... How far? That's got a range, God. What's she got for... Do you have anything that goes that far? Oh, her spiritual weapon goes that far. There we go. That's something. Um, yeah, that's, she's going to cast a... What does spiritual weapon at a higher level get? Uh, it might get extra dice. Is it extra dice? Oh, Gets a high five it. and a pat on the back. Um, um, uh, the damage in by 1d8 for every two slots above second level. Oh, uh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> she is actually going to... Oh, how far away is it? It's 40 feet away from her-ish. 40, 45. Yeah, she's going to do a sacred flame. 
So it gets a dex saving throw. Uh, and it... It's dexterity. It fails its dex saving throw, so it is going to... Take six points of radiant damage. Um, check its re resistances and stuff here. Okay. Alright. Takes six points of radiant damage. Kind of howls a little bit when that happens. Um, um, again, a banshee wailing. Did you level her to six? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. I did. I, uh, I did it prior to last week too, but we never had any comments. So it didn't matter. Um, oh, she. Yeah. she uh, gets I didn't. The extra D8, right? So. Yeah, I didn't have the. Um, yeah, she got that was two D8. Yeah, sadly six. Two D8. It was two and a four. Here's hope. Thanks for checking. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I couldn't take sorcerer. Remember. She didn't have the requirements to take sorcerer. Right. We had that. We talked about that. Yeah. All right. So that's her Crixus. All right. Um, Crixus is feeling a little more emboldened, but the creature backed away. So um, <laughs> Crixus is going to use all his movement and the spiritual whip as well, but the spiritual whip only gets 20 feet. So we're just going to move a little closer. Okay. And then. Uh, so you move to within 30. What's your movement, 30? You're, yeah, you're 10 30. feet away. And then I'm going to Sacred Flame myself. Excellent. I mean, I am also going to Sacred Flame. <laughs> Please do not Sacred Flame yourself. <laughs> I'd like to Sacred Flame myself. It's one way to stay warm. <laughs> Uh, I need a deck saving throw. Uh, that's a nat one on that deck saving throw, so full damages. Can you do better Four. than six? Four. <laughs> Four. Was that with two dice, Ryan? Yeah. yeah. You had the extra D8 on that one? There <laughs> <Sure> was. <laughs> the ND Beyond does not like these extra D8s, apparently. But um, thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she takes that, she wails, she turns that bow right at you, Crixus, and releases an arrow. Um, does a, oh, let's see, a 13? No. No, it does not. So she releases a spectral arrow, you kind of, um. Fucked it with the shield, man. Yep, yep, and it kind of <laughs> sails off, dissipates into the air. Um, and she is going to move another 40 feet away. Um, wow, she is a bitch. Um, I don't like this at all. When you say things like that, that makes me very, very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> she got 40 feet of movement. She can just keep backing off and shooting at you guys. <laughs> um... All right, that moves us on to Aranon. You are now... 105. 100. Yeah, 100, 105 feet away. Um, you are... You believe you're hidden. I'm so still you afraid. Get, you would get sneak attack damage from being hidden, correct? That's how that works. Do I still get it if I'm afraid? 
Uh, not with a disadvantage. Oh, no. Yeah, not with a disadvantage. <clears throat> All right, disadvantage so... on your attack. With your short bow. Your short bow's range goes to 150? Uh, it's 8320. 8320. Oh, Jesus. Short bow's 8320? 320 is. Long bow's 150, 600, right? Yeah, the 320 is just that disadvantage, which you already have anyway, so it's not really a penalty for you right now. Alright. I am going to keep doing that because it doesn't pay for me to get any closer. You can't get any closer. (laughs) Also, Also true, I cannot get any closer. (laughs) <laughs> math is hard uh no that's not it has nothing to do with math it has poop in my pants ah, 10 10 misses and you release arrow banshee just gently slides out of the way it's like she knows freaking out so uh go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw at the end of your turn uh you can move trees and height if you'd like to as well before you make your saving throw no, I'm gonna. I'm still gonna keep my distance yet, since I have such a long distance on my short bow. Yeah, I'm just saying you could re. Oh yeah, it doesn't matter because you get the disadvantage from being frightened. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom, if you were able to hide and you did break the fear, you'd be hidden and have advantage then. I got so an 18 on my wisdom saving throw. Okay. So can I hide? Uh, no. <laughs> That's what I was kind of saying. I was trying to get you to not announce that you made your wisdom saving Oh, I gotcha. Well, <laughs> because that marks the end of your turn. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yep. Yeah. I'm good. Uh, so then we'll go to Doc. Oh, it's getting too far away. And I only had the two javelins, so now I'm going to... I would be throwing things at disadvantage. Uh, I think... I guess for one turn, I guess we'll do uh, full movement of 25 and dash for 20. So I'll be 10 feet away from it. And that's my turn. Yeah, 10 feet away from it. Okay. Doc moves unless unless the uh, five feet away from it means within five feet of it, then I would get close enough to attack. But if it's that still a five oh. foot gap, then no. Then I'll still stay gap. back ten ten feet. Just just and looking back to see where everyone else is, if anyone else is actually following. Um, but that's about all I can do. I'll wave at you okay. from another hundred feet behind and say hi. You probably say, "What the fuck are you doing? Don't go near!" Oh no, you're not afraid of it anymore. Um, nope. Let's see. Ellie <clears throat> is going to. She is going to. If I can pull her character sheet up again, I should find a way to not do this. She will do her thing that she's been doing, which is the sacred flame, and it's going to deck save throw, um, and it fails. So she gets her sacred flame. Or eight. Average. <laughs> um, and she just assesses the battlefield where everyone is, and she's comfortable doing what she's doing. This is good. Staying away. It's... So. Uh, she'll yell to Doc, come back, Doc. It's not worth it if she's running. Um, and it's Crixus's go then. 
So, Crixus's thought process on this, and I assume I'm 50 feet away now, is that kind of how this mm-hmm. works? So, um, Crixus doesn't want to have to fight this in addition to the moose, so he's going to gear up as he thinks she's kind of fleeing and try to hit her with a big guiding bolt at third level. Ooh, nice. So let's hope this works out. And I don't have disadvantage on this anymore. Correct, because you're no longer afraid. Yeah. What's? Ah, oh yeah, you got you got range on. Ten. Ten misses. Oof. Big guiding bolt right into the tree next to her. Um. Swears at him. Swears at himself and continues to uh, advance as much as he possibly can. Knowing, you know, she is way more nimble than he is. What is her intelligence? Oh, yeah, she's got pretty decent intelligence. Um, she is going to... Seeing as how the people at range are lobbing stuff at her, and it's either doing small amounts of damage or missing her entirely, she's going to focus on the one that is chasing her and turn her arrow to Doc. Uh, 16, hit you. That is my armor class. All right. Then you take... Wow. 14 necrotic damage. Okay. Uh, And she'll back off another 40 feet. This is getting weird. So she is... 90 feet from Crixus at this point. Um, she is... 145 from me. 50 feet from Doc. 145 from Ellie and Ernan. Which is going to give Ellie some issues next time she's around. Uh, Ernan, it's you. 145 feet away. You're no longer afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. Um, because I don't want to be too far away from Doc and Crixus, I'm going to move up to the... Is there another... Because I got, what, 30 feet I can go? Yeah. Um, you can move up 30 feet, find another tree. Yeah, to I'm going to move up by. 30 feet and get another big tree yeah. to hide behind. So you're going to be at 115 then. Do you like your bonus action to dash? And move another 30 feet and then use your action to attack? If you want to get even closer, I'm just saying that's an option. I don't have dash in my bonus action. You have a <laughs> cunning sure. action, which allows you your cunning action as a oh, rogue. Oh, yep, I see it. To I was dash, looking at the actual titles. and hide. So would you like to do that? It's just um, a yeah, yeah, I'll do that. So that would put you at 85 feet away. All right, and then I'll use my short bow. All right. Um, use your short bow. Go ahead and make an attack. 18. 18 hits. Four. Roll that dice. Come on, jerk. Seven damage. Seven damage. Um, Aaron, how does ethereal thing die? 
<laughs> what? Mannequin. Wow, math. <laughs> Oof. Did I just get it, or was it... Uh... Just. It had wow. six at so. Good dice roll. Good dice so roll. So seven was pat, right where you needed it to be. Pat myself on the back. Six would have done it too, but seven was seven was good. All right. So as I shoot my arrow, it flies, and it with the hand facing out, mm-hmm. coming out of her face, it hits the hand in the middle, pins it to her forehead, and sh- slams her into a tree. So she's stuck by hand, forehead, tree. So this this arrow hits this hand the to center, the forehead, hits yep. the tree and there's a wail from her as it just and the wail slowly like dies off like a balloon running out of air like when you pull it to make it vibrate and go and there's a very eerie silence that comes over the woods in that moment in the, when that last wail scream and well that was rough <laughs> Ellie says she comes walking up to you guys was no moose no <laughs> can can we take a can we take a small break We've been looking for this moose for five hours, and that took a lot out of me. Yeah, within uh, within the, I think it's ten minutes that I get the bardic inspiration. I'd like to look for uh, moose tracks, so All right. that I can yeah. use my yeah. my little Still bonus. Not. So, um, is that uh, investigation? Survival. 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 Uh, they're yeah. both the same. So, uh, combined total of eleven. Combined total of eleven. Yeah, you don't see any moose tracks. Ten plus one. You're still kind of uh, distracted by the fight and the, what went on. and You're mildly right. concerned would, for Ellie. She doesn't look like she's doing so hot. I would then also like to get in on the short rest. Yep. Um, so she gets D8s to rest up. I'm going to do a couple of these. Oh, that's four. Yep, I'm going to do a short rest Jeez. as well. Jesus. Four and five is... Um, 16. She's going to take three of them. Uh, That'll be enough. So yeah, take some... um, Short rest and use any healing dice you want. Actually, she may do one more. Bastard. Yeah, she will. So we'll do one more. I hate it when my dice roll from like a a five to a two or a four to a two. It's like, you son of a bitch. Yep, that is the worst. Yeah, so I got a short rest gathering around. Yep. Gathering around, sitting around. uh, She's back. She's one point off of her max. I don't know what anyone else got hit that would have damage if they used hit dice or whatnot. I'm at 28. I'm done. 28 of 45. You should probably use some hit dice. I did. Yeah, you may want to use a few more, Aaron. Because if you do end up encountering anything. I mean, that was a random encounter. (laughs) Just so you know. (laughs) 
something that can happen while you're searching for the moose. It's not even what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah, I'm going to use. This two isn't hit the moose dice. we're looking for. I'm at 38 of 39 moose. after that. Nice. Yeah, I used one hit dice. I'm at 63 out of 70. So you guys uh, take the short rest and you start up your search again. It's about midday. Uh, you've been searching about five hours. You've been out on out in the woods for about six hours at this point. Uh, make a uh, survival check at advantage. Crixus seems to be what you guys are doing, trying to find this moose. Looking for more tracks. Doc was unable to find any earlier. Oh, I did Ooh. pick up my javelins. So. Okay. I'm going to tell you this is pretty good. 25. 25. Uh, can you roll a D four minus one? Die says two, so that is a one. Okay. Perfect. Um, you you found a set of tracks, and you you're following them. And they kind of lead over this little rise, and um, there's a a snowy hillside in the distance with this like circular indentation in the side of it, um, and just kind of pointing up out of the middle is this triangular crystal that stands about twenty feet tall. Um, on the far side is a 10-foot-high berm. Um, and there's evergreens all along the edge. Uh, it looks like... I don't know, there's the, these evergreens are growing on top of it and stuff, but it looks like it may be like... I don't know, make, a, uh, make an intelligence check. Looking at it. It's something buried there. All of us? Sure, yeah. 14. 14. Oh. 18. 10. Um, you're not really sure immediately. Uh, Doc, you say it out loud. Uh, you said it looks, this looks like a sarcophagus of some kind. Um, mm, this looks like a sarcophagus of some kind. Uh, north of the berm there seems to be a gazebo made out of marble or ice or something on the far side and uh, south of this berm there is a um, set of statues on granite pillars Um, it's hard to see uh, what? How many there are? They kind of go around the corner from where you're at. The tracks lead down towards them. Hmm. Follow, guys. Follow the tracks. That's what we're here for. Okay. So you head down, 
As can we can. be sneaky? Do you want to head down and be sneaky? You can be sneaky. Absolutely. Do you want to stealth down? Go ahead and make Do I even want to roll for stealth? I already know Ellie's not going to roll properly. <laughs> well, let me roll Ellie's stealth check on the app so you guys can all look at it and laugh. Is she at disadvantage, too? Mm-hmm. Doc got 17. Her stealth checks are bad. How do I roll it at disadvantage? Hold, hold. hold in. Yeah. Uh, disadvantage, there we go. Oh, <laughs> Both nines. <laughs> so she had an eight. Rick just slips, and what, apparently pots and pans roll out of his backpack. And in slipping, he grabs Ellie's arm and takes her down with him in her armor in the snow and that ice. Sounds, There's a ruckus. You guys. Aaron's ten feet ahead just kind of looks back and is literally doing that. Just shaking his head like, what? I got a dirty 20 on my stealth. You guys didn't even know Aaron had left yet. <laughs> that suddenly <laughs> a big noise happened and... He is already halfway down there, and he turns around and looks back. He's like, oh. Um It's kind of like driving with, when you know, like, you ever make the joke when, when kids first get their license? Oh, let me know when you're going to leave so I can leave either 10 minutes before you or 10 minutes after you. I feel like that's kind of what we have to do with Ellie and Stealth. Either I need to go <laughs> ahead, or she needs to go and I need to wait. And then Stealth up behind her. She may be, like, you may want to send her in first. And let her just be the distraction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we um, need a distraction. We have a distraction. So after making a ton of noise and everything, uh, you guys gather your stuff up and head down towards this uh, area of the sarcophagus. These these statues, as you get closer, there there's six of them that you can see. Um, they're white marble statues. Uh, the slender robed figures... Um, all seem to be facing northward. Northward, um, the engraving on their face that gave them their real fine, detailed facial features has been worn away by the wind. But you can tell their elves; the ears still uh, are very pointed, which gives you that indication that they are elves. Uh, each one of them, their stand on top of a seven-foot-high. Uh, chunk pillar of granite. Oh. This is an impressive location. Mm-hmm. And the moose tracks lead right up into this area? Mm-hmm. Yep. Who wants to open the hell vault? As, well, the, I was it's gonna kind say... of open. There's a... There's a, there's a off to your left as you approach, there's a door that kind of leads down. There's also a gap next to this. Um, there's like a rise. It's kind of platformed up. And you can't... You think there's got to be a way to get up there because the sarcophagus thing is sitting up there with these pillars on it. But this 20-foot high crystal, you can see pointing out over the top of this. Um, and as you approach this 
door that you see off to your left, there's an opening there that reveals this massive circular structure. And on the ground is... Uh, you you look at it, and it, it's actually kind of easy to tell when you first look at it. It looks like... It looks like a sundial. So here's my... Oh, go ahead. Instead of numbers there, there's circles that are cut in halves and quarters and varying shapes, and it's not hard to put together. You think this might actually be a moon dial. Huh. So you said this whole thing is elvish? The, all the statues are elvish. Mm-hmm. Or at least elvish impersonators. Wow. Yep. <laughs> you didn't know what to do with that. I know exactly what to do with it. I hit this I hit the stop streaming button and just pull this shit button. down. And, and we're gonna raid someone. Yeah. yeah I thanks for coming, everybody. All the, I get to use all the dumb jokes with Norm because he hasn't heard them yet. <laughs> there. I do love it, so keep it up. I just Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. If I wanted to shut the stream down on that yeah, we wouldn't have a show because we would have stopped after the first session, I think. Um, so, no, going back to the elvi- elvish elvish thing, um, is there, am I seeing anything that would let me know? I speak elvish, so would I be seeing any script? Any, would this be, would I know what this is? There is, there isn't anything on there that is, um, that has any elvish writing. Um, you do know that elves, there are some elves that have a particular connection to the moon. Um, let's see, are you looking, let's see, E, you're just looking at the, um, the statues, right? Or did you actually go in by this moon dial thing? Well, I, I think once I realized that they were elves, Elvish, I would be looking for signs that this is an actual bear. I would be looking for Elvish, Elvish, Elvis. Got me saying Elvis now, damn it. Elvish <laughs> script. You know, I'd be looking for song lyrics. I'd be looking for, uh, you know, bodysuits that glitter. Okay. Gates that say Graceland. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Um, so you look at the. Um, at the door there, there is nothing there. There's no handles on the door or anything either. It, it seems like a pushed-in rock door with almost no seam. Like there's no, you can tell there's a, it's a door, but you don't know how it opens or where it opens. Um, looking around for elvish stuff. I, hey, I have a question. <laughs> yes. So, uh, I don't know what the word is exactly, but in Lord of the Rings, he speaks uh, the word. What is it? Enter. Oh, friend. Speak, so friend, speak friend and enter. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do that. I'm because I've seen the Lord of the Rings. I'm gonna speak friend. You saw, you saw <laughs> that. You saw that play in. Yeah, I saw Neverwinter. that. So out, out of out of pure curiosity. I'm so you say friend and Elvish, and the dork looks at you, and Ellie goes, "That's just a play. That's not gonna work." <laughs> I'm gonna look at her and say, "You never know." And oftentimes these things come from real life. And somebody wrote it down. And That's, I suppose. 
Um, looking around some more, uh, looking for Elvis script as you kind of explore this area, you find a set of stairs up the, if you're looking, I don't know if you put this map up. I don't have this map. Oh, wait, do I? Uh, you do. It's one of the two I sent you. It was the one I said you may need the second one. Um, there's a set of stairs on the eastern side that you do find that lead up to that sarcophagus. I'll go up the stairs. Yeah, you will. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll join them. Yep. This, this granite sarcophagus rests in a half circle defined by five crystal pillars. Um, what is it called, JC? Is it Revel's End? No, no, this is, this is, um... Or not Revel's End, it's, uh... I sent it to you on the message, on Facebook Messenger, just you. It's the Elven Tomb. Oh, I don't think I ever got that. Oh, you might not have got it. I sent it this morning, so... Oh, that's okay. No, don't, don't, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll pull it up. We'll pull it up for next week. Because um, there's going to be more to explore. I'm tying this off here. Um... So you go up, there's a sarcophagus here. It's covered in a layer of snow um, with these five crystal piers, pillars around it. Um, Aranon, as you're looking for, like, um, elvish script and stuff, you start clearing some of the snow off, and it reveals a brazier sitting on the... Um, on top of this sarcophagus. Uh, in the brazier, there it's coated in ice from water and freezing in it, and you kind of clear the snow off. But in there is a twig frozen in this ice. There's a twig, um, a pine cone, and there's a feather in there, and the thing that's kind of disturbing is there's a severed human hand frozen in this brazier all in the base of it are there any tracks that we've seen other than the moose like any the, the moose people tracks? tracks no the moose tracks led to the door um, actually make an investigation check seven you don't you don't notice any other uh Any other things? Side note for people actually watching, uh, you'll see a little white arrow on the right side of the map. Not sure why that's there, but it's not a part of the map. <laughs> <laughs> Does it look like a cursor? It looks, yeah, it like, looks the, like you should be able to click over. Yeah. You, you cannot touch your screen and go to the next map. Oh, Oh, it's one of those. Is this the one I sent you this morning? Uh-huh. Oh, then it's because I screen kept it. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's the same with Lonelywood, too. Yeah, yeah, both of those. It doesn't. It's, it's, I, sent, I tried sending them a different way this morning to see if they would work. They worked, but now we have extra artifacts on them. Yeah. So, what would you like to do? Well, I missed the last two minutes because I was busy putting up an image. So I'll do whatever, I'll do whatever Doc well, does. 
Aranon, you you found the sarcophagus. You went up the stairs and you found the sarcophagus. Okay. And you were like clearing the snow off oh, of it to try hand. and see it. And there's this brazier mm-hmm. with a twig, a pine cone, uh, a feather, and a severed human hand frozen in ice in the bottom of it. So, is this would be something? Would this be something that would be known? I'm half elf, so is this something that I would know is an elfish thing? This doesn't sound anything elvish. It feels very strange. Uh, you can make an arcana check. Any, I mean, you don't even need an arcana. Never, never mind. You don't need an arcana check. You know what braziers are for? Braziers are meant to be lit. They are meant for fire. That's Actually, you could make an arcana check. You guys could make an arcana check. <laughs> Not for the Five. information that... Braziers are meant to be lit on fire. That's Not general. Helpful. Not helpful. Mm-mm. I am helpful. Eighteen. Eighteen. You think this will actually activate something? Lighting this brazier will activate something within these runes. I will tell everybody that. I'll be. I'll say. I think. Maybe possibly, if we light this, it something will happen. Maybe that'll open up that door below. Maybe it'll light us all on fire, but something may happen. I'll light a torch. You're going to light a torch and then light the brazier? I will hold the torch over the brazier and look at everybody, and then put the torch in the brazier. I'm going to say, Doc, hold on. I'm going to take a couple steps back. I mean, I'll hold on. <laughs> Hence Ellie the looks at Aaron and takes a couple steps back with him. Crixus <laughs> okay. puts on his shield. Bang my shield and get ready to rock. <laughs> the brazier eventually lights. When it lights, the sarcophagus is sitting there, and there is a as air, like it was sealed, the cover was, and it kind of pops up and is a gap and shifts just maybe a centimeter. But the cover of the sarcophagus has come loose. Aranon, go check it out. Should we pop it open? Come on, you're strong. Yeah, my negative one strength. <laughs> you feel like you could push the cover. You, you, you think make a strength check to do it. Actually, you don't even need to make a strength check. You, you would be able to... Wait, actually, no, wait. What's right. your strength? Minus one. <laughs> uh, no, you wouldn't be able to push it. You can push on it. It doesn't go very far. I'll, All right. I'll assist, or we can. Okay. You all yeah, kind of get up there, and you push it, and it slides open. The first thing you notice is a whiff of, like, pumpkin spice, which is really strange. But looking down into it, you see a mummy. And he sits up. turns his head and looks at you and says are you my mummy can i help you are you my daddy and we'll stop there <laughs> are you my mummy <laughs> david it, sits, it sits up turns and looks at you guys and says can i help you and welcome, we'll welcome to dairy there. queen <laughs> thank you drive through it's a yeah it's a dairy queen brazier 
<laughs> There's the show title right there. At the dying seconds of the podcast, Dairy Queen Brazier. <laughs> delicious. So it's a pumpkin splice blizzard. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna day. shut the cover back on it and no. uh, all right. Great show. Thanks for everybody for joining. Uh, lots of interesting Weird. fighting. Inter- in, I'd say the the fighting was uh, educational. Scary <laughs> at first. Yeah. Um, we gonna get our it's educational for the DM. I should have done the the whale that gave you all this or the facial thing that gave you disadvantage first mm-hmm. and then done the whale so you all failed that. I gotta remember that. Yeah, remember that to kill us faster. Yeah, right. Um, thanks to everybody for showing up in chat. Thanks for uh, talking with us. Thanks for watching. Thanks to everybody who will watch this in the future. Future people watching this, thank you for showing up. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. We're all on Twitter. Uh, follow us on our Discord. Ooh, go to our Discord. Sign up. Put that link in the chat. And uh, join up. We have some fun discussions every once in a while. Uh, I would like to... Oh, Discord? Yeah, I can spell. Uh, I would like to personally thank Mr. Cooch for putting his music thing in yesterday because that involved me listening to A Perfect Circle for about six hours yesterday. I just put it on shuffle and just let it fly. So you were in frickin' heaven for a long period of time. I was. I love it. Um, But yeah. Join us. Uh, have some fun. That's a great way to get a hold of us. Ask us questions. Pick our brains. Share things you like. Enjoy games, music, video, whatever. Um, support us. Go to patreon.com slash two nerds one quest. We have some fun rewards, including monthly votes for uh, interactions and battles and whatever it is, JC, whatever he poops out of his mind uh, and has you vote on. Uh, we also have some other pretty fun and unique uh, uh, rewards. So go to patreon.com slash two nerds one quest. Um, if you don't do that, shame on you. Um, but also share this with other people. Tell everybody else about it. Uh, tell them you enjoy it. Uh, give us some rating. Oh, we, we're not doing the podcasting anymore. Don't give us ratings. It doesn't matter. You're not going to rate us anywhere. Follow the stream. Follow the stream. Twitch Follow dot, the channel. Twitch.tv slash Tom M. Norm. Uh, so, for me, for JC, for Crazy Cooch, and for the Lazy Dragon, we are Two Nerds One Quest. Peace out, bitches! How can I help you?